0: If I can encourage you for a minute about calling, I want to remind you that calling is for everyone. If you've been listening to this devotional series, you might be thinking, this message isn't for me. I'm not called. I'm just a normal Christian. Hey, guess what? There's no such thing as a normal Christian because we're not normal. Christians are not normal. We're a global multi-ethnic family that worships one God in three persons. We believe the downfall of the universe was caused by two naked people eating a piece of fruit from a talking snake. And we believe that the teachings of a Jewish carpenter hold within them the meanings of life and the secrets of the universe. We're a group of people who love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us, forgive those who've wronged us, and tell the world about a man who was also God who died on a cross so that they would not have to. There is nothing normal about being a Christian and that should excite us. When we embrace our lack of normal, we thrive. When we try to merge our Christianity with normal, secular, sinful living, our walk with God becomes so watered down, Jesus becomes just another slice of your life pie and you end up robbing yourself of the glorious and amazing things God has in store for you. This message is for you. Yeah, you, if you're listening, this is for you. Second Timothy 1.9 tells us, Jesus saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Guys, you are a part of the great story of God. you might be thinking, ah, Aaron, that's easy for you to say. You're a pastor. You're doing what God has called you to do. I'm still in school and I hate it. I'm living with my parents. I have no job. I work at McDonald's. How many of you listening to this have a job and wish you had a better job? Something that is offering you more, more money, more fulfillment, more idea of what your purpose is? You might feel stuck right now, stuck with piles of homework and papers, stuck behind a cash register or waiting on tables, and you feel like you're missing out on your calling. But listen, we make a mistake when we act like the only thing God calls people to is preaching and worship leading. And I've talked to so many young Christian kids who had a heart for ministry And the only options in their mind were preaching the Bible and standing on stage with a guitar. Those, you know, those are the big ones. Oh, those are the ones worship leader, pastor, you know, what was the first thing that God called someone to be? Was it an Instagram influencer, a celebrity photographer, a coffee shop owner? No, it was a gardener. Anyone here want to be a gardener for their career? God said in Genesis to Adam, the first human, Adam, subdue the earth, take care of the garden and the animals. Now that might seem like a lowly job to you, but to God, it was important because it was taking care of what he created, this big, massive, beautiful world full of potential. And he said to the first human, take care of it, be my gardener. And by gardening, it brought glory to God and joy Adam, because in God's kingdom, there are no small jobs. Why could Adam find joy in his calling? It's because he knew his identity. Your calling is where you find your work, but your identity is where you find your worth. Adam knew his identity. He was a loved son of god he didn't say i'm adam the gardener i'm just a gardener no he knew that his identity was i am adam loved son of god and because he had that identity he could do the work that god put in front of him with joy like think about this practically how it works let's say you work at dairy queen it's a tough job sweeping cleaning dealing with gnarly customers they don't even give you free ice cream. And if you see your identity is Dairy Queen worker, you're probably not gonna be excited on life and you'll probably do a bad job. But if you see your identity as loved by Jesus and called to his purposes, you'll realize that you can shine for Jesus in that Dairy Queen. You can work hard unto the Lord. You can be loving and respectful to coworkers. You can treat customers with care and kindness. You can share Jesus with people. He gives you an opportunity to do so. All of these things bring glory to God. Listen, I think every single one of us has a specific calling. It's the way that God has uniquely gifted you. For me, I I know the calling God has given me. It's love God, love people, and show people how to follow Jesus. Now listen, the words that I'm speaking right now to you, they actually come from some notes that I wrote years ago. I wrote them when I was working at a church at Calvary Vista. Here's what I said. I said, right now I'm a pastor and I'm blessed because my job uniquely puts me in a position where it's easy to live out my calling. What if my church burns down and my job goes away? Does my calling go away too? No, I can get a job at Starbucks and during my lunch break, love God, love people, and show people how to follow Jesus. I can, I can go work at Home Depot, and then in the middle of the week, I can run a small group. I can love God, love people, show people how to follow Jesus no matter where I work. Guys, the crazy thing is, since, since I last preached this message, I left my job at a church, and I went on the mission field to Ireland, for about two months, and then God called me and my wife, Brooklyn, to Oklahoma. And he said, go be missionaries there. And so I don't work at a church anymore. And it's been the strangest thing because I'm literally, I'm being forced to practice what I was preaching years ago to all of you. And it's been so good for me because I've been learning that even though there's no title on my door that says pastor anymore, there used to be a title that said, junior high pastor, high school pastor. Now my door is just a white door in my house. I don't actually have a real job. I am a freelancer. So I do web design and graphics for people and that's how I make money. But then what I did was when I got out here, I just said, Jesus, I don't care what my job is. I don't care what my title is i just want to keep doing the things that i used to do for you when i worked at the church i want to love god i want to love people and i want to point others to follow jesus and it's been insane god has answered that prayer he's shown me ways that i can do that my wife and i lead a small group bible study on thursday nights we go to a church and we go to a home group in that church we don't run it we don't lead it we just hang out with people and we talk to people about what God's doing in our lives. And we, we ask them what Jesus is doing in their lives. And we, we pray for them and we point them to Jesus and they point us to Jesus. And I do these podcasts, I do these little devotionals because I see it as a way to love God, to love people, to preach the gospel and to point others to Christ. And my title is no longer pastor, but I'm a follower of Jesus and I know who I am. And I know what I was called to do. I just want to encourage you guys, your job on earth doesn't define you. That's so hard. I mean, especially for guys, because the number one question that we get when we're standing around in a circle of other guys is, what do you do? (laughs) And yeah, that, I mean, it is important. Jobs are important, but they don't define us. Jesus defines us. We usually identify ourselves by outward circumstances or accomplishments. The problem with this though is each of the labels we give ourselves is based on our performance. We think, am I a good son? Am I a good daughter? Am I good at my job? Am I good at art? We quickly become trapped in a cycle of good enough. Our identity and value is so attached to whether or not we feel in any given moment if we're good enough. Listen, our identity and value needs to be rooted in Christ. It should simply be I'm a loved child of God. Please get these truths in your head. Say this to yourself. I cannot be more loved if I perform better. I cannot be more covered by his blood if I try harder. I cannot be more free in his grace if I try more. I am simply loved. That's the beauty of finding our identity in Christ. The beauty is that our identity is always secure because it's not grounded in our efforts. It's not based on our performance, but based on the perfect performance of our savior, Jesus. We never have to worry about if we're good enough. We don't have to measure up or impress other people because we're secure in Jesus. When our identity is found in Jesus, we are free to find meaning in the ordinary. This is the gift of Christianity. We have purpose and calling regardless of our earthly job. When each interaction, each task, each relationship is defined by love, then each moment has eternal meaning. Your identity is not in your work. Your worth is not in your performance. Your value isn't even in your calling. Your worth is found in your identity, loved. If you understand your identity, then your calling will flow out of that. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you so much. And until next time, we'll talk soon.